0: With the increasing attention on sustainability across the world, we're also seeing more and more business schools beginning to create sustainability programs at various levels, from the undergraduate to master's and even doctorate levels. In the episode today, I invited a very special guest from the academe who will share his experiences in educating the future sustainability leaders of Southeast Asia. This is Ian Mia from the Philippines, and welcome to the Ecolens, where we address the big and small questions on sustainability. Alright, good day everyone. This is the EcoLens where we explore the big and small questions on sustainability. Today I have Professor Rocky Adiguna from Gajamada University. So he's one of my professors in the ASEAN Master in Sustainability Management program. Um, and I want to introduce Professor Rocky a bit before we start. So, um, Professor Rocky is actually the head of the management laboratory the program coordinator of the ASEAN Master in Sustainability Management Program, as well as a lecturer in Mada University. So um, Professor Rocky, I invited you here today, um, finally, because um, it's been quite some time that I'm considering on inviting you for this podcast and this is actually the seventh episode of the EcoLens, and I think it's yeah it's finally perfect that you're here now. Um, and I guess to kick things off and my first question is actually more of what your journey was like before becoming a lecturer or professor in UGM. So, how was your journey like before getting into this?
1: Yeah, and thank you for inviting me, and um, um, pleasure. Uh, it's my pleasure to be here. Also, I've been following your channel, so it's it's really um, uh, nice to be finally sharing something with you and um yeah about the the journey well before as a professor i was i was um continu- continuing my study on master degree in young shopping international business school in, in sweden and i was i was not related somehow um in, in, in any way in sustainability in the beginning but i was doing more research on family business so on family business on entrepreneurship that was my my early interest uh, before that i was more into the uh, creative industry so I used to have the um, like advertising agencies. I like design. I like doing videos also um, um, like recordings like this and that brought me to um, entrepreneurship and then I was doing research on, on family business in shopping, and afterwards I continue with my PhD in, um also in family business, but in Luxembourg the, in the University of Luxembourg and that went on for like four years. And then I returned to Indonesia. I applied for a position in Gajah Mada, which was also my, my um, I was an alumni uh, from there. And I started as a professor in 2019, I think, yeah, uh, 19. And um, right after my, uh, yeah, my first year, uh, I was involved in this project on, um, the co- collaboration between the University of Agder and UGM, which we already have like um, long history of collaboration, and from that I was yeah I was somehow involved in this project and, and was asked to be the coordinator from the uh, UKM side or UGM side, and I accepted that offer um, although that, at that moment I mean to be honest I. I didn't have the, like say, the the expertise uh, or academic expertise in in this respect. Would I I have only an an interest in the subject? So I was learning on the way too. So that was um, uh, my early touch with uh, the program. And since uh, I was also uh, appointed as the uh, executive secretary of ASEAN uh, University Network for Business and Economics, and it just happened that the um, structure was that from the University of, Ag- uh, University of Agder was uh, in touch with the um, the embassy of Norway and the embassy of Norway will provide the financing or the funding of the project through the ASEAN and through ASEAN we need to uh, come to the A- AUN ASEAN Uni- University Network and then from there go to AUNBE so that kind of chain uh, made me uh, I say involved in this project and and. That was the beginning, really, of, of my involvement.
0: Actually, I want to backtrack a bit when you mentioned about um, your creative works and family business because um, i did a small research and I saw that you do a lot of work in family business research and creative works. Um, I guess my question would be, what do you find the connection of these two things in relation to how you do work in sustainability now? It actually it 's also interesting to, if I, if I look back uh, on, on family
1: business and I see the like the ongoing conversation in sustainability, what I see is that uh, in family business they have um, a distinctive feature which is more into this long term view or goals. They have a, a time frame which is more long term in comparison to non family business and to me this um, actually a, a, an opportunity for for family business to to contribute to to make impact, right? And if I see some of the let's say the the challenge of of businesses is that managers they usually don't have the right incentive to to see things in the long term because they are tied to the, to the performance to the, the company performance, which usually like measured quarterly basis, okay? And they will get uh, incentive if they can perform well, the company perform well. If we see at family business, um, usually you need to sacrifice some short term performance in order to achieve long term uh, performance or sustainability in this respect, this, which includes uh, the attention to um, um, the employees, the, intention, uh, the attention to the environment. Okay? And to me, this um, kind of, if I try to connect the dots, then I see that, well, actually, in the family business, there are some, some distinctive feature that actually help them to contribute to sustainability in comparison to non-family business. And to me, this is what I have to say. I need to do more research on this one. But um, for me, that, that what I see as a, as a uh, red thread between the two uh, topics.
0: I think that's interesting because as you mentioned with family business, um, basically, a lot of things can be integrated with sustainability nowadays, including um, the employees, as you mentioned, with family business. And given that, given that um, your background on family business and creativity, so let's move forward to the ASEAN MBA itself, the very topic of today's episode. Um, so you mentioned that you, you've you been involved in this project or program for a long time already. Um, how was that involvement like? Uh, what was entailed uh, in line with that? So the early i mean um little history about the the project itself
1: like um the early days uh, maybe around around 2009 in the end of december 19 or early january 2020 um we were designing the program um, as part of the interest actually of the um, norwegian government's in sustainability and at that moment um, we couldn't find any um, other programs that is already like having a, a, a strong focus on sustainability while being an MBA. What we found is that yes, we there are programs on on, on master degree on on sustainable development or on sustainability, but not an MBA program, and that um, yeah gave us a challenge. Uh, how can we design this uh, something uh, which? have uh, have the emphasis on sustainability so what we did was that yeah we, we tried to benchmark with other um, um, uh, institutions there there's one nothing in, in Colombia and we also saw one in in, in Harvard, although not uh, specifically only one only one part so there was when I and and professor stain Christiansen from uh, University of factor we tried to okay let's let's design something that is uh, novel with the 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 Distinctive point uh, of an interdisciplinary approach. So we try to look back in our resources and in in Gajamada we, we have uh, like many faculties we, uh, which already have the the expertise in that respect. And then okay, let's let's make okay the MBA. So in the in the beginning, the first uh, section of it as a um, we can say traditional MBA with uh, a refocusing on sustainability. But in the second part, we will have more specific uh, interdisciplinary approach by um, connecting the students to existing uh, resources that we have in, in, in both in UKM and also in in, in actor. So that was the, the main I would say um, direction at the moment. Okay, let's let's try to to combine these two things, which is also a, a, a risky approach because we don't have other uh, pre-existing examples to do that, and that. Also, and at the same time, gives us uh, we can we can state that yes, this is a new and, and maybe the only program in ASEAN where we combine the two worlds together, and that was the the initial uh, direction that we uh, heading we were heading in the beginning. Ian,
0: I guess as a disclaimer, uh, so for for the ones listening right now, uh, so I'm taking the program, and one of the things that really attracted me to it, well, apart from my um, colleague referring it to me. Um, He emailed me telling me, hey, you should join this program. I think you'd find it interesting. But um, what really struck me the most was when I checked the website, it really had this interdisciplinary approach, essentially with um, business and the environmental sciences. And I find that really interesting because... I've been looking for related programs for I guess over a year already and um, it's quite difficult to look for um, MBAs maybe in Southeast Asia that focus on sustainability. Well, there is one here in the Philippines but I have a propensity to want to study abroad so that's why I uh, decided to take on this program. And yeah, I will definitely echo what you mentioned about the design. and in line with that, uh, I think I, I find the design to be really interesting. The structure itself, um, what did you see as what did you see are the uh, most relevant challenges that you faced while designing the program? I mean, even right now, you're still um, continuing to design the program. Yeah,
1: it is um, probably if we, if we reflect back to our resources, meaning the, the faculty members, the professors, is that yes we do have we do have the expertise um, um, across the faculty, different faculties, but again, um, sustainability is still seen as something separate from the if we look at the business perspective from the um, traditional or conventional business uh, subject so usually it is contained within a business ethics uh, course or, or related courses, but not as a mindset so this is yeah a, a challenge uh, um, for us uh, in the design team, uh, me and also Professor Stain to 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 persuade um, our faculty members to let's start to think sustainability not as a separate subject but as a mindset that in any subject that we teach or that we do research we we need to take this into consideration not just um, as a topic but as a as a way of of, of thinking way of um, um, uh, living even. And and some um, some faculty members are still kind of kind of hesitant and, and okay and, and they get the general idea but when we ask them to okay let's uh, would you like would you like to to um, have some sessions in this and try to share your thoughts there were some some are quite quite hesitant so this is also in in in, in the business school uh, itself um, adopting this as a mindset is still a challenge okay and. Fortunately, uh, we, we have did, uh, been doing the in the course for maybe almost one semester um, now, is that because they see that it worked and some already like, okay, I, I think this is interesting. I would like to learn more about this one. So they see that change is happening also thanks to uh, external uh, development that we have um, raising issues on, on climate change, climate crisis and so forth. But also uh, showing, uh, uh, seeing that actually, okay, um, running this program is actually uh, something different and new. And they, they, they start to believe, okay, there is something new in this, something, something different that we can actually uh, learn, right? So to me, this is both ways that we, we try something new, which is uh, un- unproven yet, there's no previous example, but also we try to uh, convey to the wider audience that, yes, this is, uh, there is some value in, in this new program, that we can actually do something different with this new program. And that could be a yeah, kind of a, a balancing uh, between the two, uh, uh, how say, two views. Okay? One is that uh, for those who are, let's say, maybe skeptical or, or maybe not, not quite uh, fully convinced. And the other is to, yes, we can actually make a difference with this uh, new program.
0: I like how we keep mentioning about uh, the inter- interdisciplinarity of the program, because that's also what I've been looking for quite some time now. Um, and. Maybe you as a, um, a lecturer yourself in this program, I mean, aside from organizing it, you're also teaching it. Um, it's, it's like a superpower. <laughs> um, what are your insights so far, um, at least in terms of teaching the courses inside the program? Um, maybe I will
1: um, make this into two parts. First is the um, coordinating part between the different uh, faculty members including other faculties in, in, within the Gajamada University, is that um, sometimes the challenge is really to, to bring people together, okay? in, in, uh, in, uh, to invest time, to, to approach them like, slowly. Uh, sometimes this, this is like a slow process and, and if we are not patient enough, we might, um, how to say, maybe we even feel frustrated. But I think the patience to, to connect people and to bring people together, to, to allow some time for them to, um, uh, to get the ideas, okay? And for us to design together, I think that would be the, the key in, 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 in bringing this program um, as, as a reality. So we, we spend a lot of time coordinating uh, with other faculty members. And this um, also thank, thanks to Professor Stein that this is uh, possible because he was also, um, I would say, play a major role as well in this pro- uh, in this program, where he is um, really um, taking care into the the details, okay, uh, inviting people, um, talking to them one by one, okay, which maybe for for some of us maybe not that patient. Okay, so the coordinating coordinating part plays a, a key role. The other part on the, on the teaching part is that we at least um, in our experience also. Um, teaching one semester uh, from the sharing of the lectures, we were surprised and, 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 and how to say, even humbled by the spirit of the students. And well, I would I would uh, ascribe this to the, the selection process. It also decided that okay, we we did the selection process uh, correctly because we selected the, the best students really. And but what we what we got is that. We have a, a diverse background of the students, and we have the the spirit, okay, of the learning spirit. Which, in combination, it creates an, an atmosphere of learning that is enriching. Also for the for the teachers themselves, for the lecturers. So um, I, I got uh, um, yeah some pro- several um, um, testimonial from the lecturers that wow, this is this class is really um, um, different. They are eager to learn. Okay, even uh, from um, from actor also said that wow, they they even uh, have uh, these, this this uh, strong um, willingness to, to learn new things, and they really like it, and they, that gives them energy. Okay, so teaching, I think it, it is inseparable also with the students' um, role in terms of participation or engagement. Okay, so um, we would. Okay, we, we only play a like, half a role here in terms of teaching itself, but in the interaction within the class, I think that's what makes this, this uh, program different. Okay, so yeah, I would I'd say teaching is, is yeah, um, only half of the story. Okay, the interaction in, in the class, that's the, the, the another story, which is uh, so far has been very uh, satisfactory.
0: Actually, I, I, since we're talking about um, the teaching aspect now, um, I wanted to go to the next question, but before that, I want to backtrack a bit again, because um, uh, what you mentioned reminded me of a conversation I had with one of my friends who is currently a professor in the Philippines, and um, one of his challenges really is that, um, well, sometimes it's a reality, sometimes students tend to lack being proactive, and that's why it's, it gets difficult to teach the subject so in a way education is also a two way communication you know so the the course itself have to be well designed but at the same time the students also have to take the initiative and be proactive in actually participating um and i guess that's what i see in my cohort um personally i i, I was quite surprised as well because um well, I could proudly I could proudly say that we're quite unique because we're always um active in class. We're usually communicating as well, and yeah, I, I guess that would be one of our competitive edge in this program in a way. And yeah, so that that brings me to my next question, and it's with regard to the role of business in teaching sustainability to future sustainability leaders. And I believe you recently had. Um, a webinar or a talk about this topic so would you mind sharing your insights on that I think yeah with, with sustainability is that if
1: we if we see on expertise we, we are not lacking okay meaning that if we look into different um, areas in our let's say um, the research will we will find expertise we will find um, knowledge there okay and and the challenge is really more into integration how can we integrate those knowledge how can we Make people come together and, and, and agree on, on something and, and tackle this, this challenge with regard to the role of business for so far or for so long we were, we were too much focused on, on the, the traditional I' say um, way of seeing business okay, in, in terms of profit okay. Although this is not to, I would say, uh, dismiss the the idea that yes, uh, we do have our local wisdom and we, we are also concerned on social aspects. But um, again, the sustainability aspect is, is seen more as a as an addition topic rather than as a as a core concern. And this shifting is, is difficult, okay, because it is a tradition in in the business school okay, to teach in a certain way. We have our certain, certain textbooks. Okay, we we we, we, uh, we are measured in certain way. So, when we want to shift uh, the the view of business schools, it is um, as as you, as we had in, 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 in any change um, initiative. There will be some resistance. There will be some hesitations. Okay, if not open resistance, and I believe on sustainability is it is it is more as a as a hesitation okay and and the, the um people are generally uh, willing to to participate to contribute but then because um um they they will enter again okay, an area which um, may be required interdisciplinary and this creates kind of, kind of um, um maybe some 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 uh, part will be un, un- uncomfortable because it is outside of their areas expertise okay so Business schools really need to step out of their um, silo to open up collaboration with other faculty uh, or other uh, areas of research outside of social science to do the natural science, okay? In order to bring this sustainability issues together as a, as a problem to be solved instead of a problem to be uh, complained, okay? People are complaining about uh, climate crisis and so forth, but. Solutions is, remains difficult or, or tricky or, 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 or uncertain. Okay, but if we utilize the knowledge, not not in I uh, just say um, in silo, right? Not uh, only from one perspective, but we take from more uh, multidisciplinary. I think there is a chance to to open up new possibilities. And at times, uh, the challenge is really to, only to this opening up of our walls here. To invite others to come together or even for us in this case principle, to come to their uh, areas okay sometimes we are hesitant to move um, to to allow ourselves to travel to traverse boundaries okay because maybe we are we are losing we feel maybe that we are losing our grounds we are not um, um, experts in that area okay but why not approach other areas with um, more humble Feel that yes we don't know that why uh,
0: that's why we come to you and we want to learn from you and let's work together so I do have a question in relation to that um, but I also want to share another conversation I had with uh, my professor friend before Um, and even in the Philippines one of our challenges really at least in the academe is um, for example you have this big university and you have the you have the college of science the college of arts college of business there's a tendency to think in silos and it's quite difficult to sometimes put together all these different expertise and knowledge so to come up with um, something as integrated as sustainability Um, i guess my question is um, since this seems to be a shared experience among different universities, not just here in Asia, but of course uh, in the world as well. Um, in your in your perspective, what do you think are the factors that are stopping us from integrating all these different things? Let's see. If I look uh, reflectively,
1: um, I don't think there is a, a, a challenge in terms of um, Good intentions people I think I see people who have good intentions to collaborate however I would maybe bring this to the way the higher education system is being measured or, or is being um, organized okay and at times it comes back to those administrative administrative requirements that is placed on faculties or faculty members or even universities Okay and more specifically some accreditation i' say requirements okay and okay, I will maybe a little bit um, um move away from from sustainability um if we see in, in business schools uh, we have this a a c s b accreditation one of the the well known or well recognized uh, accreditation at the moment it doesn't i' say um have an explicit measure on sustainability just yet okay but I see that it will come maybe in, in the near future that they will measure how uh, business schools okay contribute to sustainability or sustainable uh, related issue, and but for others other faculties okay they, maybe they they have their own uh, measures and 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 if we want to engage them to, to collaborate and then that will create additional let's say um, um, administrative works and they people t- tend to avoid that and people tend to, um, 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 for the sake of fulfilling administrative requirements, they don't want to engage in, in, in let's say, collaboration. To me, maybe this is more an in, in, in Indonesian uh, perspective, but um, at times, the good intention of collaboration is defeated by the regulatory or the, the framework or any administrative um, obligations. Okay, so they, they, they avoid to to, uh, to say to engage in, our, in further collaboration because they they are afraid they cannot fulfill certain aspects of uh, uh, administration. To me, this is kind of um, yeah, it, it's a defeat thing. I mean, the the, the um, you don't you don't let's say you don't engage in, in innovation not because you don't want to but because you're you're afraid of uh, not not be able to be measured as a successful uh, institution. Okay, so administration is is let's uh, say one 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 aspect here that can can inhibit. The other is that um, we are, I think, every institution has been operating efficiently, okay, as part of their 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 day-to-day routine. And if you want to engage in a new collaboration, it means you're you're halting the efficient process. You will you will have a, 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 a new process which is new, uh, which is different. Maybe you don't have any history before, okay, and that will create inefficiency. Okay, and people have to think more; they have to invest resources in this new, new, new collaboration. And that, for some institution, is, is seen as as a as a hassle. Okay, let's just do business as usual, do what we we always do, okay, and and we will be efficient. No need to um, um, invest in new things. Okay, and this is where we need to kind of. Um, um, speak differently to different uh, stakeholders or different collaborators that, well, okay, this will uh, mean maybe new, let's say work for you to, to think about new things, but uh, we need to also bring them to the benefits that we will uh, have in the, in the future. Okay, then, well, you have the, actually this opportunity to, to, to seize if you uh, start early uh, working on this collaboration. So competing priorities of, of uh, institutions uh, is a challenge. Okay, uh, if we go back to the willingness, I think people are, are quite willing to collaborate but when it comes to more um, nitty-gritty, more uh, practical, technical aspects, there are some some say some breaking points that we need to be careful that, okay, we need to uh, be with them uh, in order to uh, convince them that let's, let's go ahead with collaboration, we, we will have some, some values in this. I think that would be the, uh, the challenge Ian, that I see in my experience.
0: Actually I want to I'd like to highlight what you mentioned about you know the the technical and the practical aspects as well as the administrative aspects um, because well this is quite far from the our discussion on sustainability but I think it's an external factor nonetheless um so well uh, so based also on my conversations before uh, I guess um sometimes the administrative work in the academe tends to be um, it tends to be too much for professors, to the extent that um, they don't uh, have enough time for say research or more meaningful work. Um, even myself, when I was still um, a research assistant at a university uh, research center, majority of what I did was mainly on the administrative side. <laughs> so even though we were a research center, um, I guess around 60% or 70% of what we did is admin work you know things like um, fixing databases or scheduling uh, meetings those kinds of things Um, um, well I don't regret it because we also did quite a number of good research back then but I would definitely um, highlight those uh, I guess challenges as well but essentially I think it's admin work is already of the academia I guess there has there just has to be a way to um, make it more efficient so that uh, programs like uh, you know uh, sustainability programs would be uh, implemented better um, so at this point uh, I actually want to go to a much broader view and so recently um, in we know that the cop twenty six was recently finished and um from what i read initially we were planning to for example uh, phase out coal in, in in the world but what happened was it the agreement beca- became watered down and we just decided to phase down coal um well this is just one aspect of the conference that struck me the most um because it, it makes me reflect whether we will still have time because the deadline that we gave ourselves is 2030 for, um, bef- for our net zero commitments and if we don't reach those commitments we would essentially be going towards um, tipping points or beyond planetary boundaries as they say. Um, what are your thoughts on this on a broader scope? Um, perhaps to make it more grounded, what, how can business schools um, uh, respond to these, these very big challenges that we have today? I think that in in, in some um, areas in, in business
1: schools, including in, in higher education, there are movements uh, in this respect to 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 see more seriously on sustainability, to work together, to collaborate together. So, despite the challenges um, on the ground, on technical aspects, on, on collaborating, okay, we see some movements. Okay, and that's that's um, I think I think the yeah the the good point the, our, our hope that um, change is actually happening, right? So, for um, maybe not only business school but also uh, higher u- education in, in general universities, okay. A more serious uh, attention, um, a more, um, I would say, integrated attempt, okay, to not only to um, Research about sustainability, but also to teach, but also to try out new things. Okay, to solve um, uh, climate uh, challenges are key. Okay, and we we see we see uh, we see in, uh, initial movements in this respect. At, at, at the moment, what what I can tell also is that um, in, in the Kachamada we also in, being involved in the, another network. Called uh, Asia Network for Green Entrepreneurship and Leadership, or we call it Angel, which is uh, also collaboration between the, uh, the European uh, Commission uh, with the EU and um, ASEAN. We have also some 11, around eleven universities in ASEAN, which attempt to uh, build capacity in terms of green entrepreneurship and green leadership, including sustainability. I think the responsibility for business school is to bring this not as a separate subject, as, a, an, as an extra, but how can we make this as a core, as a mindset? Okay. Which also true in, in terms of business as well. I mean, sometimes when we, 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 we go into the business sphere and uh, the, uh, the, well, for practitioners, uh, the, the, the challenge is on mindset. Okay. And it, it goes the same with the uh, business school uh, themselves. It's difficult really to, uh, to, to see how this will contribute to the, to the global scale. But uh, if we I, if I see on the ASEAN scale, on the regional scale, then I think we have we have been part of the early movement. Okay, and what I can see is that if this goes well, or if uh, if we're if we're successful in this first attempt, this will trigger okay other uh, more ripple effect that people will. Have more uh, um, attention in this respect, and you. Uh, I think the students also, including the the lecturers, the professors. We will also um, create effects to our surroundings, okay, by bringing this issue more centrally as a, as a problem, as a, as a as a core issue. So what I can see is that let's just let's keep doing, okay, what we do, okay, and, and we have been part of the early movement. If we can do this um, in a coordinated manner, in an integrated manner. So with the spirit of collaboration, we, we try to connect with other parties as much as, as we can. There will, there will be a higher chance that uh, we can make a real impact in the society. Okay. Although we don't, I, I don't know how to measure it, okay. but uh, uh, I think by utilizing our network okay, and our uh, strong commitment, I think there, there is a chance of, of, of impact there.
0: I think that's a perfect segue to my last question for today um, and thank you again for coming. So my last question is, um, so for people who um, want to create a sustainable impact in their career and in their life, um, what would your advice be?
1: This is the like the litmus test. People said that if you can do it, then you can you can do it in large scale. I would say that start start with doing this in, in your in your own life, In meaning that if you If your family doing this in, in your in your own household, try to adopt that practice of sustainability in your daily life. try it first okay as simple as I think you have also good uh, movements there on, on your on your cohorts, some clean plate movements, some uh, other other movement which is it will make you think by doing that as simple as as, as, as uh, eating uh, what you have until it 's clean. Okay, how you you watch the dishes yourself? You, you you start to think, okay, what is the implication of my action? Okay, and that that will will uh, bring you to a larger scale of okay. In every action, there will be some some uh, consequences, and we need to expand this uh, mindset or time frame of consequences way way far ahead. Okay, and and by practicing those uh, sustainable let us say lifestyle daily, okay, it will. Makes you think. I think that's, this thinking aspect is key. Okay, some people are, are ignoring. Uh, that's dangerous. Okay, if you if you're thinking, if you're critically thinking about um, how um, um, your action will impact on sustainability, on, on climate and environment, that is good. That's a good starting point, and that is key. Okay, we we have a challenge here too: how we turn ignorant people to people who, who care. Okay, and and if you're already on the care side, that's a good, that's a good news. Okay, we still need to face a, a bigger, let would say, uh, chunk of society who ignore this problem. And then let's let's face them, okay, let's try to connect with them, try to engage them in order to, to think
0: at least. So before we end, Pat Rocky, I do have a keyword that I'd like to share with you and let me know if you agree. So the keyword is systems thinking
1: yes yes absolutely system
0: and i think that's the perfect (laughs) that's the perfect way to end this podcast so again this is the eco lens where we address the big and small questions on sustainability thank you very much again Pat rocky for coming thank you so much i'm uh, i'm happy to be here thank you